How's it going, Merritt? Oh, it's going pretty well. How are you? I'm doing very well. It is a fine, frigid Friday evening as of it this is. recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot right now because I'm seated right next to a very drafty window in my apartment. Oh. So I get to really appreciate the outside while still inside is how I like to think of it. Yeah, that is, that's a good way of thinking about it. You do get the best of both worlds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now you are in Brooklyn, is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Um, and, and only only for the past six months. I don't I have no idea anymore since September. Yeah, that's that's when I when I came over here. You moved here from. Were you somewhere else in New York or did you move here straight from Baltimore? Because I know that's where you're from, right? Mm-hmm, that's correct. Yeah, well, I'm just outside Baltimore, really. I don't I don't think anyone from Baltimore would appreciate it if I said I was from Baltimore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, mm-hmm. I moved from Baltimore up here. Yeah. <clears throat> OK, it's like that that meme that was going around Twitter. Like, where are you from? Oh, from this place. Where's that? Oh, it's by here. <laughs> What? What? Oh, I'm from Baltimore, but like, yeah, just yeah, that classic yeah. meme that we all love. That that classic meme that it really it got a lot of play, uh, full just nationally. <laughs> Although I I will admit, from from my uh, my Maryland friends, I have seen that qu- quite a bit. So I I do understand what you're talking about. It Thank works. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Um, sometimes <laughs> I'll just start talking about something that I saw online, and I forget that not everyone is like me. <laughs> And (laughs) Uh, do you ever have that problem? I have that problem a lot. And it makes me feel really good when like I find someone who I, I realize is more online than I am. (laughs) Like that's, that's definitely one of the best, um, best feelings I can really imagine. Like the, the whole uh, trying my best to explain memes to, uh, you know, elderly relatives n- never goes well so when when someone else like pulls out something that i've never heard of and they're like what you i thought you were a m- member of the internet and i was i'm like no i have no idea what you're talking about makes me feel really good i love it in two ways because on one level it's like oh i am not the most online person in the world and that's a bit of a relief um, and then also, like, you get to be introduced to something by someone else who's, like, potentially really into it. Um, so that's happened to me a few times. And it's always like, oh, cool. There's this part of the Internet that I didn't know about. And and now I know about the videos where the man crushes things with his big hydraulic press that he has in his garage. Yeah, it's it's always nice to be invited into a a good corner of the internet at Mm. least um especially hydraulic press videos but often i feel like the the people i'm around don't always invite me into the the most nice parts of the internet they're always like oh here look at this toxic thing i just found and i'm like oh that's right the internet does suck sometimes doesn't it um but for the most part the internet can be good right Internet right? internet can be good. Internet yeah. can good sometimes. But yeah, don't dig up toxic mm. waste barrels and then show them to your friends. Like that's, no, that's not acceptable. Dig up, you, what you want to do is dig up rare rubies and mm-hmm. emeralds and doubloons and be like, look what I found. Not Don't do some 90s children's show thing where you dig up a big barrel of leaking toxic waste that's glowing and invite your friends to splash around in it with you. Yeah, that that is no good. That is not a good friend thing to do. No, no. Did you ever, do you remember that? How like every 
cartoon in the nineties was wait, but do you remember the nineties? Are you I, old enough? I, I remember uh, a pair uh, parts of the nineties. I remember enough of it that it um it I can I mean I was born in the nineties, so it was all early stuff. But that being said, mm-hmm. I like I have older siblings that made sure I knew enough about uh, <laughs> glowing barrels of toxic you things. To. You have yeah. to know about it. Um, yeah, that's kind of like the you know the current thing of like updating people on memes is like back then it was like you ha- here's what you have to know about you got to know about barrels you got to know about slime you got to know about um what are the other major tropes of the 90s it was all green cartoons? stuff it was, it was a just, lot of green yeah there was a very a very verdant uh era but it it I think the the problem I found was that I love to like explore around my house a lot as a kid, especially with my older siblings. And like th- learning that toxic waste could sometimes be good was like made me probably a bit more adventurous than I should have been. <laughs> it could give you superpowers or turn you into a mutant or something. Ex- that would be yeah, so right. Cool. And oh, that would like at least take me out of school for a few days. But <laughs> if nothing else, yeah. Yeah. So I, but I've, I, I think I've grown up um, enough of like ex- taking on whatever m- culture my brother was really into, who's six years older than me. So that way I, f- I feel like I have, uh, yeah, I feel like I have enough of a knowledge of culture just before my time, at least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't really need to know much about it. It's the 80s it's- and 90s are just mostly bad. People forget that, but like people forget and they want to talk about the Ninja Turtles and the Power yeah. Rangers and like, sure, but also it's mostly not that great. <laughs> there are a lot of bad things There's about them too. There's a lot of bad too. stuff. Yeah, um, for sure. But if you just think about that, the, the great green. Uh, color palettes. Yes, yeah, right? The greens that... and like the pinks. Oh, it was, so nice. Mm, mm, it was choice. <laughs> it was tight. Um, doing a chef's kiss i've realized uh, i do that sometimes and it doesn't translate super well to audio i feel like you can get i at least hear the the kiss part but you have to insist you have to be like fingers are touching my lips uh, yeah yeah exactly um, you have to do the kind of put a, a little uh english on it or uh, italian mm. on it i guess yeah in this case. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not that all chefs are italian um no. yeah <laughs> what i i don't know um but green a lot of green a lot of triangles mm-hmm. um oh, a lot of a that, lot of cool visuals yeah growing up on that jazz pattern mm. um on all the cups and, i love and things. it it's so yeah. big now or it was so big like three years ago yeah. um, now now it's passe once it is, again it is i don't know what the new thing is. i mean the new thing is like i don't know has windows xp become a thing yet i think it has <laughs> I'm so excited for like, yeah, Windows Emmy style, like just things <laughs> crashing a lot. And that's the aesthetic I go for. Yeah. I feel like I read somewhere that Windows XP was like the most widely used OS up until like a few years ago. I'm, like, I w- <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Maybe it's just because I've always had like most of my jobs in college involved like i don't know spreadsheets and stuff and every time i went to the new place they'd be like are you okay with windows xp and i'm like y'all gotta stop being okay with windows xp (laughs) it's not okay you have to move on you have to grow up and learn to embrace new things and develop (laughs) as a person and don't don't keep using out-of-date software but come on but speaking of college you um you went to johns hopkins is that right that's 
Yeah, that's correct. And I went to that school that everyone asks what kind of doctor you're going to become. What kind of doctor are you going to be? That's my first question. And second, <laughs> what's the deal with with it's... Johns Hopkins? Right? Johns, Am I right? John... Yeah, no, it's a it's a good one. I think the 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 problem. Well, I'll, I'll address your second question Thank first you. because the first question is no. Okay. Uh, there, I will not be a doctor of any sort. I'm fairly certain at this point in my life. Um, but I, the the thing about Johns Hopkins is that there is a camp of people who went to it that get very upset, needlessly so, when people are like, "Oh, did you go to John Hopkins?" <laughs> And, and like, they're like, excuse me, it's Johns Hopkins. Um, and it gets to the point that, like, I try my best when I see someone is from Johns Hopkins that I do leave out the S. So I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I also went to John Hopkins. Like, we we both shared that that moment. Um, but, yeah, I th- it's it's just the dude's name. And I don't yeah. know why the parent was, was like, no, yeah. he's, he's worth multiple Johns, I'd well, say. Well, the funny thing is people think the plural of John Hopkins is john hopkins but it's actually johns hopkins that's more yeah, proper exactly when you when you have a collection of johns hopkins out mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. in the world a, like a murder of pluralize it. exactly yeah exactly so you have a you have a johns of hopkins is the <laughs> is the collective noun absolutely it is um and you did uh you did you know writing and um Yes, that's the the term for it. Um, and I, you'd think that after doing that for four years, I'd have a better way of explaining it easily. But it, there is no way to explain cognitive science, really. It's just like somewhere between neuroscience and psychology, I guess. Mm-hmm. The thing was, I, I came into Hopkins um, with the, like, uh, not that I was expecting to become a doctor, but I was like, might as well keep my options open. So I came in with like strict neuroscience and then after failing organic chemistry was like, well, maybe this isn't for me. Um, and uh, well, it wasn't even after I failed it. I, I went into my second semester after failing organic chemistry um, and I was there with my roommate who's taken it for the first time. And it's this big old lecture hall of like 300 people. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the professor's just going over the syllabus and like how best to study for the class. And everyone around me was taking notes and I was not taking notes. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think I belong here. Mm. I'm pretty sure this is not where I should be. And so after that, uh, my roommate brought me home and he printed out um, the entire list of majors I could potentially be at Johns Hopkins. And was like, uh, do you want to be East Asian studies? And I was like, nope. And he was like, okay, how about psychology? And I was like, nope. And we just went through every single major of things that I could <laughs> potentially be and we um and we landed on cognitive science and, and writing uh was w- w- what i ended up with but yeah it's it's an interesting combo for what i do now at least so yeah yeah that's so interesting cognitive science i feel like that sounds very like um like what sherlock holmes would do or like one of your other famous literary detectives yeah, you know, it's I. I think you're you're pretty much on the money there, except okay, it's, it also involves a lot more linguistics and people being like, "Oh, let's talk about how this uh, language uses verbs." And mm. so, yeah, it's it's like Sherlock Holmes, but for people who are talking a lot. Now, I guess. how often would you say that, as a part of that education, that you mm-hmm. told everyone to get out of the room because you had to go to your mind palace? 
Uh, well, that was a daily occurrence. Okay. Merit. I, okay. It was yeah, just a, it was a constant state, and it was very difficult because everyone else in the major would also be insisting on going to their mind palace. So mm, you, yeah, you, you all need to, separate rooms. There were a lot. There were a lot of rooms in the cognitive science building, um, and they were always taken up by just a singular person. So yeah, a lot of just moving your hands around in the air, like combining words and spinning them <laughs> yeah. around. If you if you looked really closely, you could see the different fonts flying through the air. <laughs> That is like, I remember watching Sherlock when it first came out because um, my partner at the time was like really into it. We are no longer <laughs> together. Um, not because of that, but I'm not going to say it didn't play a role. But like yeah. at the time I was like, man, I don't know about this. And then now like 10 years later or like however long, I feel so vindicated because it's just like, <laughs> this is the worst thing. It's so bad. <laughs> The thing is, I like I have I must have these just rose tinted glasses about it because I remember watching it and being like, hell yeah. And yeah. then I saw it uh, pop up again, that Mind Palace clip. And I was like, <laughs> this is an edit. Somebody's making Someone a funny edit. Yeah. And no, it was actually in there. I was like, the fact that I could I could do this editing probably just as well. <laughs> that does not say that the, the video is good or that I am a good video editor. But like I. Yeah, that was um. That's rough now. Now looking back, that did not age yeah, well, and it's no. only aged like five years. I, I don't know. know how long. I know it's not even that old. It's like five <sighs> or six years, and yeah, like your some of your videos have like more sophisticated editing techniques, <laughs> like one person versus like presumably the BBC or, or whoever yeah. was funding it. Yeah, who knows what the BBC is doing with their editors these days? But I mean, have you seen Doctor <laughs> Who? It's like not that much different yeah i mean so. I'm, I'm not here i'm not here to talk anything about doctor who because i don't know anything about it and if i were to even mention the name i'm sure i'd get all up in my mentions people being like oh you need to watch it or people being like screw you you don't watch it um well, so i think we have pretty good fans that don't okay. that don't tweet at people which is okay. like a, i think one of the best qualities uh, that so, a fan can have is not tweeting uh, yeah, you can tweet I, at me um <laughs> But don't don't tweet at our guests about uh, Doctor Who because I mean I'll, one or two tweets. One I'll, or two. I'll, wow. Check the like search first to see if someone mm -hmm. else has, and if they have, then you can just be like, okay, this is you know what, work here. I can go eat a Snickers. Yeah. Um, and it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> Doctor Who. I mean, you must know you know something because you've been on the internet. Like, yeah. tell me, name if like three things you know about Doctor Who. I know you can do it. They don't have to be correct. Just okay. like tell me three things. Um, David Tennant was one of them. That's right. That, is that okay? Um, uh, he he has a police box that is big inside of it. It is, but it's is it now? You say it's big on the inside. It's bigger than it should be. Yes, is what I'd say. It's bigger yeah? on the inside. That's right. Okay. That's two. And that's two. And and the new Doctor Who is a woman. Is that a correct? Lady, I can't oh. operate on him. He's my son. But it's not the father. It's a lady Doctor Who. What? A, yeah, no, oh, I'm so excited. Oh, my well, there you go. So that's, that's three. I think that you did it. Counts for something. You passed the Doctor Who test. That has oh. been our segment. Um, what do you know about Doctor Who? And yeah. um, that was the Good first and recurring. only time that we've ever done it. <laughs> yeah. Merit, I feel like the thing. So, so we've met once in person. Merit. And it was Being also on everyone's I, mind. Yes. Is that we have met. We have met once, but it was also, I, I can't, I think it was 
either my first day at oh my god or it might have been like it was definitely one of the first days wow and so i don't i don't like i think we must have exchanged words but i was so stressed that i don't actually know if like like (laughs) i like everything was a blur from that that time period that like i i remember meeting you and then being like oh cool that was a person that i met that don't they don't work here though uh, this person does not work here. I, I don't work there. Um, and that was actually the only time I've ever been there. Um, but it was really nice. I like it was a cool place. Um, and yeah, I know that's I had no idea. You seem so like at ease and very much like this is where I work and I belong here. Yeah, no, I was probably just like half shut down at that point in time, <laughs> just like running on fumes, trying my best to to fit in. So, um, I'm glad I I'm glad I gave that air. Uh, off but i'm not sure if i was really it was it's one of those swans and then the just like paddling like crazy under the water situation oh yeah yeah no i mean well you i mean that's i think 90 percent of doing anything is um just seeming like you know what you're doing and then mm. either seeming like you know what you're doing or seeming really stressed and then people yes. people assume that you're doing something but yeah i yeah. was there that was back in December of last year, and um, I was there to play PUBG with some of your coworkers. Um, and since then, uh, PUBG is dead, and no one ever plays no, it anymore. No one will ever speak of PUBG Pe- anymore. It's the only thing it's anyone done. plays is Fortnite, and Drake yeah. plays it, and, and everyone that, does now. I I try my best to only play games that I know uh, famous rap artists play and so it's been a very difficult past few uh months for me but i'm glad i can now play a game again and that's fortnite and it's only fortnite from here on yeah only um Mm -hmm. now that was i guess people had all kinds of takes about that when that came out this week yeah Um, as of this this we're recording this um Mm -hmm. you know march 16th um but yeah, people were like, oh, it's like Normie now. It's like, yeah, well, it was the most popular game in the world already. Like, it's been been that. Mm-hmm. Um, but my my response was like, this is really disappointing because I like to imagine that celebrities, um, well, celebrities, first of all, are better than us. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and so I like to imagine that they play really like hyper exclusive versions of games, just like, you know, celebrities have like, you know, exclusive dating apps and things like that. So I want yeah. to imagine that they have like a version of Street Fighter where it's just them in it, or like they have yeah, a version of PUBG, but designed. bullets cost like a thousand dollars to fight, like just whatever. But like, no, it's... Drake just plays a free. Oh, I, I, yeah, the more I think about celebrities, the more I want it to be kind of like the John Wick underground assassin <laughs> society, where like, oh, the fact that Drake played with a ninja was like, he broke a rule. Like now yeah. he's gonna he's gonna have some of his like permissions are taken away. He can't uh, bathe in the full gold hot tub for the next two weeks, <laughs> and like he's he's got a he's on thin ice now. Yeah, I mean, all celebrities are playing no more heroes at all times except it's real they all have lightsabers and they're trying to kill each other Uh, and that's their game that's their gaming culture Mm -hmm. yeah that's how avril went i'll tell you what god and she was replaced it was a real sad story yeah it was so sad but um yeah no i i I like to i i think that that's the only way 
I can really connect with celebrities because when people are like, oh, they're just like us. Look at them buy a bread at a food store. <laughs> like, I'm like, nah, don't show me that. I don't care about that. I want to know that the celebrity is just just all powerful and in a moment's notice could you know again spend all their money on that PUBG game that they have that costs so much yeah i don't want they're not like us let's not kid around um they're different and better and they should be playing better games like absolutely where it's just you have to sort of prove your identity to go into this game of uh it's of you know Sonic. They have a good Sonic. <laughs> they have a good Sonic game. That's what you get if you're once once you. That's why once you get a Sega's number one Billboard hit. Out. Yeah, you get a good Sonic game, and you're allowed to play that. Um, well, like it's Sonic Forces, again, but it's good. Yeah, if every now and again they have like a one of their like interviews, and and you know they're just like running through. It's like, oh, do you play any video games? And they're like, oh fucking love sonic that's the one and they're like excuse me and then like again there's like a handler behind the camera just like giving them the like cut it out sign mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. talk about the good sonic please keep that to us no one needs to know no that sonic can be know. good sometimes they would revolt if they knew there were good yeah. ones the next proletariat uprising is coming because of sonic games mm-hmm. i'm calling it here yeah sonic adventure 3 it exists and it's all big the cat it's just it's what the fans have been clamoring just for so much fishing so much of that <laughs> big good cat that i love oh uh, did you ever play any of the, like no you i think you're a little younger than me so like your relationship to sonic i'd like you to disclose that um yeah okay, um, i'll grow be up with the blue man that they call him I do not. I did not. Um, in not in my house. I <laughs> was. A, we kept that out of my house. The, okay. Um, no, my my family. I guess so. Like we were, we we were mostly Nintendo. You were um, Mario in, household. Mostly, I mean, entirely Nintendo. Okay. And so the only times that I would see Sonic and not even get to play was when I would like hang out with my brother's older friends mm-hmm. playing Sonic at their house and I'd be like, can I play? And they'd say no. And then mm. I wouldn't be able to play. So I never I never got that tactile experience of of uh going fast, as mm-hmm. it is called. Um and how you have to go fast, you I believe do. is what he says. Uh, and uh no, so I I didn't I don't think I've ever actually played a sonic game in its entirety definitely not in its entirety definitely i've played like stages but never i've never played through a full sonic game mm-hmm. which is maybe blasphemous but i mean i don't mind. i don't think you should mind he's just a, you sort of you've seen what five minutes you've seen them all you know and i'm you know? gonna get tweeted up for that one but <laughs> he's just a blue dog that goes quickly it does That's i feel like i've thing. seen more uh uh interesting sonic internet content than i've seen of actual gameplay that's what i would say yeah um, i mean i think it's never gonna match what the fans cook up you know and again why why are you afraid of doing some fan service sega that's what i ask well, like, they they did kind of do that when they were finally, finally like, okay, you can make your own Sonic. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. Except, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It it was well, okay. There was a gamer hat, wasn't there? Was in those there? Voice, I think 
I could be I'm I might just have willed this into existence, but I thought there was a cool hat that said gamer on it in uh in Sonic I let me you know what I'm gonna Oh, uh, I think you're right. I'm gonna search it though, because I you know, I haven't invo- actually played it. You have to fact um, check. We do this live fact checking. I haven't played yeah. it because I'm like, mm, I do want to play the bad Sonic game, but I don't. Fifty dollars want to play the best Sonic yeah. game. Yeah, um... There is a hat that says gamer. There absolutely okay. is. Phew. I'm seeing right. it on like a little little fox right now. Good. That's well. That is a redeeming quality. It's kind of though. like in the Star Wars font too. Good. Good. That's I the one I that's... want it to be. In. I think it's good that that is what it is. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, Sonic uh, has never um, pulled me in, and in his with his big strong arms, he's never. I've never felt the embrace of Sonic, and I at this point I feel like I'm too old to really get into Sonic. So yeah, it's a young man's yeah. game. You know, you know, I've I've moved on. I got a family to provide for. I can't spend time with this. this you can't dog spend man. time. You got enough mouths to feed. You don't need Sonic demanding chili dogs all the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's. Oh, I am just seeing a picture of uh, Hedgehog giving the finger that Sonic, and it says Doritos on it. It it's, appears to be from an in-game thing. I don't really know what. Oh, uh, it's a uh, yeah. That's just the the picture form of cellar door. It's the most beautiful image. <laughs> this is the image that in like science fiction or like, is this what infinite jest was about? But it's like, mm-hmm. it's like that image that makes your brain shut down and you can, can't do anything but look at it until you die. Yeah. You, know? um, yeah. you feel good about it too. It's great. Yeah. I think that's what that book was about. Yeah. I think you don't so. need to read the whole 6,000 pages that I just told you. It's about a picture yeah. of a good hedgehog. It's good to see. I went on Spark Notes, and I'm sorry, Professor, but it's just a picture of a hedgehog. I don't get what the whole deal about this book is. I don't have time to read this book. I got mouths to feed. (laughs) What am I going to feed them? Pages and pages of Infinite Jest? No. No, they don't. My family doesn't need paper. They're not birds. No. Birds probably eat they paper. Use they use it to make their nest. They do stuff with it. That's yeah. close enough. Close enough. <sighs> birds. I don't think there are... No, there are birds in Sonic. I was about to say there aren't, but of course no. there are. I mean, there, there are, the, are they're, they're the birds that are just birds that aren't people, mm-hmm. but then there are people birds as well. Yeah. Okay, good. So you get both sides of the of the coin, kind of like Goofy and uh, Pluto. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely got the... a Goofy-Pluto situation we're talking about. Cool. Yeah. Good. On the same um, page. I hate that, um, by the <laughs> yeah. way. I don't know what your feelings are. I'm not a big fan of that whole setup. Big... Yeah, it's like, I'm not, I think a lot of people look at it and they feel uncomfortable because they're like, this is a dog who has a dog. That's definitely a big uncomfortable situation. I think I also feel uncomfortable about it because I'm like, could could Pluto learn Goofy's language? <laughs> is that why Goofy speaks the way he does? Is like the hook is like it, there's that's just the like he's if like I don't know what kind of lab he's been brewed in, but is that what Pluto's coming up to? And that makes me also feel uncomfortable. That is upsetting. Yeah, it makes you wonder like in any of those kinds of in any media with like human people human human people human animals human animals as i call mm. them yeah. and uh and regular animals like uh could they could they did they drink some kind of like secret sauce that enabled yeah. them to know 
uh, it's death. that toxic juice. It's it that is. 90s toxic it's juice. That, it's the good green juice. Yeah. And and poor Goofy got a hold of it. Ugh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, now mm. he knows that he can die. Yeah. Pluto's <laughs> blessed with his ignorance. Yeah. That's always uh, good for Pluto. Yeah. No, that is. Uh, we wish him the best, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so what are what are you up to lately besides um cranking out those sweet videos for the gun, yeah. which is what I call yeah. polygon. Yes, no, it's uh we all call it the gone sometimes. Just um, like that good dinosaur who I think is also green, gone. You know him? Uh maybe? I it must uh, He's a no? little dinosaur that's green and his name's gone. I I'll take your word for it. You know I you know him. I, yeah, I know him. You know him. I know him personally. <laughs> <laughs> he comes over every Thursday. Yeah. It's nice. Um, but for the other con, uh, yeah, no, I've I've been doing a lot of video content, you know, doing content. The, the the word content doesn't mean anything anymore. And I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing where you mm-hmm. can just go up to someone and be like, oh, I make content for a living. And it mm-hmm. just it it's the grossest sentence in the English language. Um <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh outside of that, I've been trying my best to to wean myself off of like caring about numbers online, you know, and like mm. s- stats. That's always a good thing that yeah. I've been trying to accomplish for years and still haven't been able to do. Stop reading the comments that don't look at the, you know, tweets. Those are all good things for your mental health. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I think outside of really all I've been trying to do is get back into rock climbing. Like that's all I've been caring about for the past few weeks, and it's been working well enough. So wait, did you say getting back into when did you start rock climbing? Uh, I guess um, I, when I was a kid, we rock climbed a lot, and then when my um, when I was like in high school, my first job was at a rock climbing gym in Maryland uh, wow. called Earth Tracks, and my whole job was to belay people, which is hold the rope mm-hmm. as they go up the wall um, and uh, run children's birthday parties. And that was my first ever job. Um, I was I was 16 and like barely stronger than the kids I was belaying. But it was great. <laughs> it, was, it worked great. Um, and God, the like the trauma I have from trying to like run Boy Scout birthday parties is still so present in my life to this day like <laughs> because they the, the like there's nothing you know that phrase a little knowledge is dangerous where it's like the people think they know enough about it so they try to tie themselves into ropes and just uh-huh. start climbing and uh-huh. swing around and like get very injured yeah that was that was my life for a few years Ooh. um but best first job i could have ever asked for oh so good and i still love rock climbing but it's just been a while since i've done it now for the kids birthday parties how mm-hmm. many times would you say a child was ill uh on or near the climbing wall um no we uh, we had some pee moments oh no uh, no yeah but no no one ever vomited near i guess it's the... not like a big vomiting sport rock no. climbing no but we did there was one or two times that i did have to clean up urine which was <gasps> a blast um but but for the most part it was pretty okay and like 
Um, I, there were some, you know, it's rock climbing. There are injuries, but they're never too bad, all things considered. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it was. I I'd say that I dealt with fewer things than people would expect is what i would say mm-hmm. um did deal with a lot of uh of bad chain pizza was something we dealt oh, a lot with sure yeah. what um, are your major chain pizzas in maryland so we had a lot of um papa john's and domino's sometimes we'd get lido's pizza which was like oh, a, a slightly it's a it's a big square pizza is what it is um and it's very good i like lido's pizza it's a again i think it's a pretty pretty mid-atlantic thing i'm not sure i don't it's it's at least in maryland um but it was always great sometimes when the parents would be like could you just like throw away the pizza for us and we'd be like sure we'll throw out the pizza (laughs) um and yeah it was it was good although i will i will say that also um every boy scout's farts smell the same they are prevalent and terrible especially when they're scared up on a climbing wall um because they all eat the same food and it's just the worst um and that was not something that was put into my uh like contracts they did not disclose the fact that i'd be dealing with these uh poor flatulent boys but i was all the time and it was terrible and you're directly below them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I try to stand a, a bit further back from the wall for that reason, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, I mean, th- I, that said, there are some great things that came out of it. Where like, I also ran um, the the like six to nine year old kids camp that happened during the summer for a bit, and like. There was this one kid named Dash who was aptly named and was a lot to handle the first week he came in. And like the dad knew when he came up to the door to the thing, he was like, here's Dash. Uh, okay. And then he like left and we were like, all right, so I know this is going to go. Um, but he was a sweet kid and he just had a lot of energy and would swing around on ropes and would inevitably get hurt. Um, but he, he loved the first week so much that he kept coming back, um, even though it was only like a week long camp, supposedly. <laughs> um, so we got to really know Dash. Uh, and there was the best the best thing that ever happened to me in that entire job was that um, every uh, every end of the week, we would tie the ropes from either side of the walls together in the middle and then we would hook the kids into it on the middle and make a huge swing it was like a 60 foot swing it was amazing it's super fun and all of the kids loved it um but uh it was a special surprise and we didn't want anyone to know and dash knew about it because he kept coming back to this camp and um he was in the final week he was the only boy in a, a room full of he was, I think, six, and like the rest of the girls in this camp were nine, and so they—that's a pretty big difference when you're between six and nine. Um, and so he was so excited to talk about the swing, and we were like, "Dash, you got to keep it a surprise, Dash. You got to make sure you don't tell the kids." <laughs> um, and so finally came the day of on Friday, and he was so excited. And we're like, "Okay, Dash, would you like to explain what happens on the swing?" And he was like, "Yes, I would. I would love to tell him." He was like, "It's so exciting. You put on your harness." You get clipped in and then they swing. Um, but be careful because sometimes it hurts your penis. And, 
the the all of the rest of the 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 camp count it was just me and another guy camp counseling and we were like dash dash you can't say that and he was like i'm sorry or your vagina <laughs> and at that point like i managed to just barely hold it together but my coworker like left the room because he was like God. crying laughing and i was like well uh you know what i appreciate that dash you know what you that's a good that's i guess the best way to fix that i suppose um oh and it was just uh oh, that was a, a light and it it made all of the other times at that the, the running birthday parties for less fun children way worth it. Wow. Wow. Good yeah. old Dash. I hope he's doing well. Yeah. He Dash. must be like mid teens now, I suppose. Well, that child grew up to be Dash Rendar. Yeah, it's crazy. The only Dash that I can think of. I can't think of any dashes at all, except for the one in The Incredibles, I guess. Oh. Isn't his name Dash, maybe? I'm bad at referencing things. I'm not sure if you've noticed this. Oh, well, I mean, that's basically all I do is I just take something and I'm like, that's another thing I've heard of. This is what joke is. I just name another thing that do. Um, (laughs) it's It's a good way to do it. It's a bad way, and I feel bad, as I should. But Dash Rendar, you know him. He was from the Star Wars game, and he was Han Solo, but not really. And he had the big shoulder pads. He had the big shoulder pads. Yeah, and he was love... definitely not Han Solo. No, 100% not. The ship was not. completely different. It was <laughs> they, called they had the to... Outrider, and it looked different from it. It was not the same ship. you got to trust us on this. I... I... I love big shoulder pads in yeah. um in all sorts of media but especially in like sci-fi cuz mm. I I think whoever is designing science fiction <laughs> is like no guys this is the year this is the year we're going to get shoulder pads that go like 2 feet off of your shoulders it's going to be great you got to uh, trust me what's your favorite big shoulder pad science fiction property cuz I I, mean, I can think of a couple I I love so like the Ginyu Force on on BBZ uh, yes. was is like they rocked it you know they yeah. that was their deal um, between that and I guess like uh, Samus although yeah. it doesn't look like, you know she's got some big big old shoulder no, pads the, there what's going on up the in there various suit they're just real big yeah just um, orbs. Those are also good. Do you have any favorite shoulder pads? Well, uh, Samus was one of the ones I was going to say, but then mm-hmm. also from the Warhammer properties, um, the oh. Space Marines. They got some big, big old shoulder, shoulder pads. And sometimes they're just plain, but a lot of the time they'll cover them in all kinds of crap. Like they'll just have like yeah. eagles and metals and like so much... seals and just like it's all so kinds good. of stuff. Ah. I love it. And I love also imagining, because like their heads are human-sized heads but like the way those shoulder pads work it looks like they must just have the longest collarbones ever <laughs> well they're not normal out. boys they're like they've been transformed into the super boys so they've been super super fied with they, the toxic green they juice. got supersized hmm. you know with the green it's... i mean it probably it is kind of with the green juice that's how they do it the emperor is like <laughs> drink this it'll make you real strong and big and give you big collarbones and they're like all right it was also 
what they used in Nickelodeon Slime Time Live. <laughs> okay, Dad, I'm going to get real I'm big sure. and fight for you now. Uh, and the, the Space Marine, like, aesthetic is so, like, what I imagine a metal band would want from a science fiction. Well, like, do you know about any, the crossover between I don't, Warhammer? I don't know. Did I just, I, I know, I have no idea actually about so, the crossover. There was a death metal band called Bolt, mm-hmm. Bolt Thrower that their whole thing was like Warhammer and they had an album called Realm of Chaos that had all the songs were like about Warhammer and like the cover was Warhammer and it was the whole thing. That's amazing. I, I had know. no idea. I know. I to... It rules. That's that's way cool. I am all about like if, wow. Yeah, I'm just looking them up now and this is great and I'm going to have to listen to them now, I suppose. Um I Metal bands in general are interesting to me in that mm-hmm. I um, love the aesthetic so much and like am confused about how hair metal turned into death metal at some point. Yeah. Um, but it it works and like I'm not going to question it. I think that's great. I, I, I would love to see like, I, I don't know, I guess death metal singers do tend to have really long hair that they whip around a lot so that's that's one crossover yeah i mean space marines traditionally not especially hairy people Mm -mm, um they do tend to cut all that off but Mm, yeah i've seen some with some with long hair i think it Uh, happens maybe sure who knows sure yeah it's in the dress code i guess they have to cut it off most Mm. of the time what a shame yeah Feel if you could if you could have super boys that have big old collarbones, can you imagine how good that hair would be? I imagine like, they would have really good hair, and that's probably why they like make them shave it off because they're just like <sighs> they'll be too hard to control with all the hair. It's uh, gonna be too good and powerful. We have to make them never <laughs> learn their true potential for hair. Hide that light under a bushel. What yeah. a shame. Well, that's how yeah. there's the bad space marines too in that mythos. Um, mm-hmm. the evil ones who rebelled and I think actually the main bad one that rebelled or like one of them one mm-hmm. of the big higher ups has like a big ponytail coming off the top <sighs> of his head and so maybe that's why maybe that is maybe it's that's where he gains his power it is he's like a Samson figure exactly you know yeah <laughs> yeah I like to reference biblical things while talking about Warhammer as well. Well, I mean, it's basically the same. Warhammer yeah. is just the Bible plus Dune plus England yeah. plus like 80s England. That's basically all Warhammer is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that that actually does math out right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Oh. Um, now, do you want to do a segment? Oh, I'd love to do a segment. Cool. I mean, um, we just really have the one. We don't. Yeah. I mean, I know you like um, you have a lot of them, especially on your show that you do with Pat now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We uh, uh, and Gil and Gilbert, we are constantly doing segments. It's so uh, many. it's one of our favorite pastimes. 
so many segments we just do one really i mean we did do the doctor who one earlier but mm-hmm. uh, yes. this one is called get wrecked sweet yeah it's a good name and in the episode when it's up and you're listening to this with your ears people it will it has a theme song that we put in um but i don't do that live so you don't okay yeah just imagine it just imagine it visualize it in your mind palace yes um there goes the courier new (laughs) (laughs) oh no i screwed up it's just all wingdings now (laughs) oh god what happened in my Uh... mind palace uh, and it's a segment where we recommend things uh, to the listener. Awesome. Um, and so this can be anything, you know. Anything? anything. Just anything in general? Just anything in general. Oh, um, man. I can go first if you'd like. Yeah, please. Um, and then, yeah, then you can go. So I'm going to recommend something that... Um, I don't like to acknowledge the existence of other podcasts on this show, mm-hmm. but I am going to do it because I'm a very big person and I can acknowledge sometimes that other podcasts exist. Um, this is a show that I've been listening to since it started. It's called the Purple Stuff Podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's by these two guys, uh, Matt and Jay. And I've been following Matt's work online for, like, God, at least, like, probably, like, 15 years. Like, since I was in high school. He used to run a site called X Entertainment. Um, and now he does a site called Dinosaur Dracula. And um, the Purple Stuff podcast is just, like, it's just them. And they, like, usually the format now is, like, they list, like, top tens of something. Um, so, like, Super Bowl commercials or, like, uh, Christmas songs or, like... Um, just like or they just relate their adventures in like going to a yankee candle and trying to get like halloween or fall themed candles and just like what their hall was it's like really like goofy um but the reason that i'm mentioning it is because the most recent episode which came out on march 15th is just it's just 10 green things it's just like they (laughs) list like the top 10 green things uh and like it's like some ninja turtle snack cake that only existed in the early 90s and like <laughs> split piece soup and like the slime from from nickelodeon shows and it's like, how much of it was from the 90s i mean we've we've I covered mean, the fact that a lot of it a lot of their sort of oeuvre is from the 80s and 90s i would say there's a lot of like oh a cereal that existed for like three months in 1991 <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's really fun and like and kind of goofy, and I I like mm-hmm. it a lot. And um, yeah, it did make make me think of like, did you did you ever see you can't do that on television or you can't uh, yeah you can't say that maybe, you can't do that? I think so. no, I don't think I have. It was just like, well, yeah, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was just like a sketch show for kids, and <sighs> it was like if you said I don't know. You would get slime dumped on you. That was That's, part of it. Mm-hmm. Just like my current work. Yeah. If I yeah admit any <laughs> sort of not knowledge, someone yes. throws a big thing of slime on me. Yeah, it's a real hazard. It's kind mm-hmm. of we need to talk about that more, like this slime-based hazing in the office. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get used to it. Well, should you shouldn't have to though? You know. <laughs> um. So that's, that sounds... that's that's my my thing is um 
you know, the podcast generally, but that most recent episode, I think, um, is the most relevant to our discussion today. So well, that's awesome. It's yeah. a good recommendation. Thank to check you. Out. Um, I think what I'm going to recommend right now um, is a musical artist called Yeba, which uh, her her name is Abby Smith, and so Yeba is just Abby backwards. Um, and I recently heard about her. She just she like just put out I think a solo signal or uh, single a solo signal <laughs> out into the universe. Um, but uh, called Evergreen. If we're gonna go with green things, I might as well sure. continue. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's called Evergreen, and it's just the best goddamn song I've heard in a very long time. Um, I like looked her up. Uh, this is it, it's been a while since I've like heard and a song um from an artist i had never heard of before and then like immediately tried to find everything else she had ever done because mm-hmm. her voice is just unbelievably effortless and like so powerful and strong and i i think there was like i i i don't know the full backstory about how the song was written um but or how she came into the like i don't know i don't know how you'd even describe it neo soul maybe might be or like kind of r&b it's very in that like area in that ballpark. I'm not sure, but um, she's just very good. And like everything I have heard of her um, is again, I would say effortless, which is as a singer, like you, and as a, especially in like current pop music, you'll, you'll, everyone's trying to riff, but like really push it where they're like look how high i can sing look how Mm, powerful this thing is like oh look how i can belt this out and it's crazy and like yeba does all of the amazing tricks with her voice and like but just sounds like it's coming naturally to her which Mm. is such a breath of fresh air it's just the best thing um and like i'm i'm eagerly awaiting anything else she puts out because evergreen is so good it's just uh i i've like i've it's been uh, again it's also been a very long time since i've like listened to a song and been like oh i'm just gonna repeat this song for the next like four times yeah but evergreen is song. um so i i can't recommend it enough she's great she's up and coming listen to yeba she's the best awesome that sounds great love that running thread of green stuff throughout the episode good uh, unintentional it just you know but hey just again like a a flowing toxic oozed barrel (laughs) you don't know where it starts you don't know where it ends and it's probably dangerous for you um but it's worth it barrels just barrels are uh, weird i I just feel like i've never really seen like i then I feel like media pre, what am I trying to say? It conditioned me to believe barrels would be a much larger part of my day-to-day life than they are. I, you know what? Not until this point right now, but <laughs> I am thinking about how many times I've seen a red barrel and been like, that's explosive in a video yeah. game. I've seen a, maybe it's a good thing. I've never seen a red maybe, barrel in real yeah, life. Yeah, someone like, could hit it and it would blow up. Never ever come across one of those big old industrial barrels before. No, wow. I mean everywhere, like Donkey Kong, just throwing barrels around. Yeah, like from Goldeneye, I feel like as far back as that, just like a barrel that don't shoot it, it'll blow up. Um, Gosh, or do shoot it if you want to take out some of those 
yeah. dudes who are trying to shoot you. Um, but like movies too, just like barrels. Like, yeah. I guess if I were sort of like moving through more industrial areas, maybe I would mm-hmm. see more of them. Maybe, maybe that's the case, or maybe it's big barrel trying to oh get their God. barrels into every piece of media, trying to make sure people know about them. Because so, here's the thing: if I if I did need to purchase a barrel. And I saw multiple different shapes, and one of them was the shape of the one I know, the red, you know, like, tin barrel, whatever it is. I, I'd be like, oh, I guess I gotta buy that one, specifically. Get get this wooden barrel out of here. I don't, that's not a real barrel, because I God. haven't seen it. You know? God, they're pushing out the the wooden barrels, the the casks. That's a whole, that's a whole, like, trade, a whole, like... Troopers are going out of business. Yeah, exactly. That's thank you. I forgot what it's called. It's a yeah. whole thing. Don't worry. I'm here for you. The thank only you. thing they taught us in social studies in Maryland was that a Cooper made barrels. <laughs> <laughs> that was the old, like, the entire colonial time segment of my, like, elementary school years. Like, we'd be like, can we please learn about the presidents? And they're like, no, we're going to discuss <laughs> Coopers today. Kids got to learn how to make barrels. So important. Uh, now, Cooper, of course, is a last name and now a first name, um, mm-hmm. because Americans give kids first name last names as first names to sound less formal. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Now, Cooper means barrel maker. What does Gilbert mean? Gilbert. Well, the it's the opposite, where a first name is kind of a last name, and I have three first names, <laughs> which, is, which have... puts you in the danger zone of being mm-hmm. a, a real, a real serial killer. You yeah, can. That's uh, can what I've heard. Okay. Is yeah. The, you can. Yeah. I will. The by putting it out into the universe, hopefully, it won't come true. <laughs> that's the opposite of vision board. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Gilbert, I've. I don't think it has, I, I don't know a specific meaning. One time I r- read that it could mean like a uh, robber or like a mischievous, Ooh. like, I, I'm not sure. Like a goblin. Could, yeah, you know what? Very goblin-y. Um, mm. But I, I don't, I don't actually know what, what the etymology of Gilbert is. Huh. Um, yeah, it's, it's something. All I know is that I've, again, had to, had to live with three relatively bland first names my whole life so i've uh i've just kind of accepted them for what they are instead of trying to find a deeper meaning in them <laughs> well that's good you don't need a flashy name to you know that's to yeah. i feel like if you have a really weird name then mm-hmm. people will like expect oh this person whatever is is going to be really something but if you just got it a kind of really common name mm-hmm. then you can sort of sneak past people's expectations or like they don't really know what you're bringing to the table i'm always trying to keep people's expectations keep them guessing as low as possible <laughs> and so that way i'm always better than they are. so it's so much easier to surpass expectations when people are like oh wait what's his name <laughs> brian david gilbert yeah right, right. like that's <laughs> an important person <clears throat> Uh, but then they're wrong. It turns out that that you know they're they're so wrong with, with their sarcasm. Oh, that's very kind. Hopefully, that's, yeah. I love the name Merritt. By the way, thank if you. If we're talking about the name, Merritt's a lovely name. Thank um, you. It's weird. I often wish I had a more normal name, but what are you gonna do, right? Who knows? I mean, if you, if I can donate one of my names. If <gasps> Ooh, you ever. Yeah. 
Although I can't be David because that's my dad's name. That would be confusing. Um, Brian was like an uncle. I don't think there's a Gilbert. Maybe maybe that's the one. I'm going to be Gil. Old Gil. (laughs) Oh, help out old Gil. (laughs) Um, uh, Um. Yeah, that was a terrible Shelly Levine uh, impression that I was doing. But uh, yeah, I have a Starbucks name, which is something I've talked about before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because um, I don't mind that, like, people misspell or, like, don't understand my name um, because Mm -hmm. it's, like, not a big deal to me because it's not, like, it's, like, a Western name. So if people screw it up, it's, like, oh, it's just the spelling. It's not that you're racist or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just like to avoid the hassle if I can. So at Starbucks, they'll be, like, what's your name? And I'll say, Hannah. And like, oh, with, but then the problem with that is they're like with an H or not. And I'm like, I don't care. It's not real. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> matter. Actual... It's a fake made up yeah. name. Do you ever, I guess, mm. I guess most people uh, say Brian, but they pre- do people misspell it some, with a Y-A? Well, some people ask me, they're like, is it with an I or a Y? And I always say an I because that's the truth. And <laughs> it's the only way. So uh, no, it's, I don't, I don't care enough to like, yeah. there, there have been times. So when I've been like, maybe this is the time at Starbucks, I'll give a fake name. And then I always chicken <laughs> out because I'm a wimp in literally all instances. You should try it. It's so, so freeing. You can be anyone you want in that so moment. I, yeah. It's, I, I'm just afraid someone will like walk in and be like, ah, your name's not Declan. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. sir. No sorry. Straight off sorry. You the, go straight to Declan. You go yeah. straight to Declan, uh, like the the given name of Elvis Costello, Declan <laughs> Declan McManus. Yeah, I'm sure I could. I, I I haven't given it enough thought. I haven't thought of a, a good enough coffee name, and I think that's the problem. I just, uh, yeah. The the that's the other thing is that like if someone were like, "Hey Brian, what do you want your stage name to be?" I'd be like, "Oh shit! Like I don't know, D- Felix. Is that a good name? Maybe that is a good name." Well, then I guess that's my coffee All, name. For I mean, job. although two po- equally powerful but opposite connotations for that now to me, because you got your Felix the Cat on the on the good side, but then you got your yeah. Felix Kilberg on the other side. Um, mm, mm, and that's mm, like, wow. I mean, the Felix the Cat. I I didn't ever watch, or is was it a watching thing? I don't actually. It was a cartoon. No maybe. one really knows where he came it, from. Because I, I maybe was he just a clock? Because I think that's what I know. Felix <laughs> the Cat. From, he was mostly he was a, a clock based franchise. Was, yeah, it was like just the, one of those weird <laughs> mimetic things that was a clock. Yeah, um, and. I'm all about clocks, so maybe Felix is the thing to go to. Yeah. Felix yeah. is good. I think like a Richter can be cool because mm-hmm. then you're like, mm-hmm. um, I gotta go get my I gotta fuel up with this cafe au lait, and then I'm gonna go kill a Dracula. Yeah, right? There's oh man, I think if I could do it all over again, I'd want a Dracula killing name. Like I'm Simon. I, or yes. like uh was Alucard was he was Dracula, so that doesn't well, count. He was Dracula's pretty... son, but he did so... kill Dracula too. Okay, so. so then yeah, that's also a pretty good It is just Dracula backwards though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so gotta watch out for that. So... I'd be Nair if it was Brian backwards. I'm not gonna suck <laughs> I'm not gonna make my son Nair. So 
That's I not mean, I happen. think he would thank you for not for not doing that. But yeah, yeah. you know, you got your what? Well, you got your Simon. You got mm-hmm. your oh, how many uh, how many Cruise. Belmonts can you name? Yeah. Uh, Soma Cruz, not Belmont, but he did kill not Dracula. Belmont. Well, he was kind of Dracula. Yeah, so it's one of those situations that happens to us <laughs> from time to time. Juice Belmont, mm. uh, Juicy Belmont. Maybe maybe Belmont's. If we're gonna if we're gonna do last name turn into a first name, Belmont's not a bad first name. Belmont. Belmont. You could call you Bell. Bell. That's a or pretty a, good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, maybe hopefully the audience can help me figure out my rebranding. Trevor, Trevor is like <laughs> fine. I, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But uh, before we, yeah, uh, you know, I think I could name Belmonts all day. But we, yeah. we you know, we should wrap things up. I think mm-hmm. it's important. Um, yeah. So, do you want to tell people like where they can find you online, or is there anything that you want to plug coming up? Um, yeah, well, you can, I, I guess you can find me on Twitter at, uh, Brian Gilbert with an M as instead of an <laughs> N, uh, because there are so many Brian Gilberts in this yeah. world that, uh, that you can't, you can't get that username anymore. Um, oh. but that's, that's where you can find me. Uh, you can find me on Polygon doing stuff. Um, again, the, the big thing that I guess my weekly thing is like Gil and Gilbert streaming with, with Patrick Gill, uh, uh, Wednesdays at six, which is like our, our thing now, I guess. Um, but yeah, those uh, those are the big big spaces you can find me. Cool, yeah, and that stream is so good. People should watch it. It's a fun time. Uh, uh, it's a fun time for everyone involved, except maybe Patrick and I, because we keep doing <laughs> things that hurt us. Please be careful. Please don't destroy <laughs> your bodies with yeah. the food <laughs> or balloons. Um, do something good next time. Like, oh, whenever we. Whenever Sonic eats a ring, we get to just say a nice thing about ourselves that we like. Um, That's yeah. We'll we'll get to a a nice self esteem boosting stream at some point in this in the near yeah, future. Yeah. We'll beat it least, after we've been worn down by the amount of streams we're doing. So <laughs> it'll yeah. be good. Okay. Oh. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This was really fun. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is wonderful. Yeah. Well, I will talk to you later. Great. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Woodland Secrets is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Woodland Secrets is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at woodlandsecrets.co slash support. For as little as three bucks a month, you'll get access to a monthly newsletter and frequent bonus episodes of our shows. If you'd like to have a message read on the show, head to woodlandsecrets.co slash messages. You can help people find out about the show. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at Woodland Podcast and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.